Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast. First, I'd like to thank everyone who listens to me and gives me invaluable feedback for the future. It really helps me a lot. So once again, thank you. Uh, secondly, I'd like to apologize for not posting last week. Uh, I've been ill and my voice wasn't like up to recording an episode. So as you can see, I'm feeling much better now. So without further ado, we're going to launch into today's episode about dating culture in South Korea. It's a subject that interests a lot of people and that I've been asked to do. So here it is at last. Of course, a little disclaimer at the outset to make it clear that what follows in this episode reflect my own experience and nothing but my experience. It's by no means a generalization and I hope that what I say here will help you to better understand the dating culture in Korea, which is truly unique, actually. As you have gathered, this episode will be much more personal than any I've done before. With these words, I wish you a good listening. So, this is a topic that is quite unique here in Korea because it connects with other aspects of Korean society. First, you need to know something. If you've ever been to South Korea, you've probably noticed the incredible number of couples in Seoul. You can see them everywhere. If you have never been, you have likely heard about it. I often compare Paris to Seoul, and I often say that Paris is known as the city of love, of course, but Seoul is the city of couples. So, why are there so many couples in Korea? I think to probably discuss dating culture, we need to start there. It's important to understand that this is related to a societal phenomenon, which is why I mentioned potential links to other subjects earlier. In Korea, within Korean society, it's simply frowned upon to be single. That's how it's connected. It's tied to a subject I'll talk about later in another episode, which is the social pressure in Korea. So why it is from upon? Well, simply put, if you're not into a relationship, it's seen as missing out on a part of your life because things are quite linear here. Related to personal and social success, if you're in a relationship, you're seen as a normal person. If you're not, socially speaking, it becomes more complicated. Of course, what I just said applies to Korean, but what about us foreigners? So here, I'm going to delve into what dating culture means to me, based on my personal experience. So here, I will mainly talk about Korean women with foreigners. Once again, this is not a generalization. I prefer to emphasize this multiple times because nowadays people easily get carried away and distort other statements. So dating culture in Korea. It represented I would say about 25% up to 30% of my experience in South Korea. It may seem like a lot or a little, depending on the person, but as I mentioned in my previous episode, as a foreigner, we are like viewed differently. We are immediately put on a bit of a pedestal, especially in the realm of dating. While Koreans may be more introverted, we Foreigners are seen as outgoing individuals who stand out and differ from what Korean women are used to here. 
Many Korean women may prefer to date foreigners to either escape from more reserved individuals or to break away from the typical Korean uh, societal pattern of dating uh, Korean and entering a relationship with them. Now, when it comes to the first thing to know, mingling with more extroverted people is really a stereotype that Koreans have about us because we all have different personalities and there are also introverted individuals among foreigners. This poses several problems. The first one is that personally, as a rather extroverted person, I quickly had conversation with Korean women and it was easier to talk about because they had the expectation of meeting someone sociable who knew what they wanted. However, I'm still human with emotions, you know, and despite my extroverted side, there were times when it was the opposite, and this is where we see the difference in how the person communicates with us. And this is where a phenomenon I personally never experienced uh, elsewhere comes into play, which I call the ghosting culture. So, this phenomenon primarily occurs in the scenario of a Korean woman who either wants an experience with a foreigner to see what it's like or because she's tired of dating Koreans who seem introverted and, and unsure of what they want. So what is exactly? Well, I'll give you a definition based on what I've experienced. It's simply a person who, for no apparent reason, decides from one to the next to stop talking to you as if you never known each other before. Now, this may seem like a basic definition that everyone knows, but it needs to be adapted up to the Korean context. Here, you can have dates that, from your perspective, go well, and the person might say it was nice, that they would like to see you again, something like this. So you're happy, and logically, after the date, you want to continue talking. But then, this phenomenon occurs, and for no reason. The person simply erase you from their existence. The first time it happened to me, it felt, felt strange and I didn't understand what was going on and I questioned myself, why did I misinterpret something? In fact, after several dates, I understood that in Korea, this is completely normal aspect of dating culture. In Korea, it's important to know that people are not educated to say negative things in front of you. They will either downplay things to the extreme or tell you the opposite of what they actually think. This can be related to lying actually. Apply this to the dating culture and you quickly understand what's happening. This applies to people looking for a one-time experience. But as for those who decide to meet foreigners to truly break away from the typical Korean social pattern, it's different. Generally, you can find Korean women who have traveled extensively and are aware of existing culture, cultural differences. This inevitably leads to deeper conversation and stronger bonds. This is where you see the difference in how things progress and this leads me to another phenomenon related to the type of encounter that I call fast dating. So, as I mentioned earlier, Korean women who generally want to meet foreigners for something more serious and to break away from the classical pattern are rare, but you can quickly see it in how things evolve. Generally, these are proactive individuals who take a keen interest in you, ask, asking you like deep questions and depart from the usual dating script. This is something I have experienced 
here several times and I've come to realize this phenomenon of face fast dating. Now what is it? Well first, you should know that the concept of a one night stand, or in another word just spending one night with someone, is not popular here in Korea. The majority of people who want to date don't aim to spend just one night with you. They already see things going much further than that. This is where the concept of fast dating comes in. It means that you can have like expectation or not, but in the mind of the Korean woman, from the moment she starts talking to you, much more has already happened than you might imagine. It's not uncommon in Korea, after a first meeting, to already be considered the person's boyfriend. Between Koreans, this is so common that it doesn't shock anyone. However, foreigners who come here and decide to meet Korean people may be surprised by how quickly things progress. So there's this, this very fine line in Korea between the casting culture and fast dating. You can experience both very quickly with the same person. And it's a concept that we foreigners are not familiar with. The ease with which Koreans can switch from one to the other so quickly is something that might shock or disappoint someone. But that's how it works here in South Korea. Now, moving on to another crucial point I haven't yet mentioned, which you might have been wondering if I will discuss or not, dating social networks. Do you think Koreans meet more in real life or on, or on social networks? Good question, huh? Well, once again, it's quite unique. Many Koreans meet through friends who introduce them. I put it in quotes. Why? Because that's what you will often hear if you're abroad or have watched videos on the subject. However, if you go to Korea, you'll see that it's not necessarily the dominant case. Korean society places great importance, importance on social networks in general because it's where you can present the best version of yourself, as you already know. But in Korea, this is amplified due to the competition among everyone. So social networks are heavily used. If we relate this to dating culture, most Koreans are on these networks and use them daily. Among the most popular ones are Tinder, Bumble, and another one maybe you don't know, it's Myth, and a Korean network, network called Wi-Fi. You might be familiar with some of and not with others. What you may know is that in Korea, these networks are so important that each one serves as specific purpose. Tinder is more associated with less serious dating, while Bumber is more for serious relationship, and Myth is for making friends. It may seem like foreign, but in most cases, like that's how it works here because everything is like easily categorizable, which is part of Korean culture. However, you still encounter the same type of profiles with Korean women or boy or men highlighting two main things. The first is the famous MBTI, which you've probably heard of, and I'll make an episode about it later. I won't go into details here because it will be too long, but now, now that it's a significant social influence factor here in Korea. The second thing is the profession, because despite being on dating social networks, forget what I mentioned earlier about Wednesday night. Rarely does that aspect exist. So if you go on a social network mentioned above for that purpose, forget it. You'll have, I think, a maximum of 5% chance of encountering such cases. 
In other words, whether it's on social networks or in real life, it could play out in the same way, and that's how dating culture works in South Korea. On these words, I hope once again that this episode has pleased you and provided you with some clarity of different perspective on this simple yet complex topic. I know that many of you were interested in this topic, so I really tried to cover it as thoroughly as possible. But once again, if you think I've missed anything or if you want more details on this subject, please don't hesitate to let me know. As usual, there is a poll in the Q&A section available under this episode. Feel free to engage, share your opinion, and spread this podcast around you, please. As for me, I'll see you next Sunday for a special episode because I won't be alone. I won't give you away too much, but it will be quite interesting. So until then, take care, and as they say in Korean, you know it. 안녕!